You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Is it time for a quickie? Do we have time for a quickie? We always have time for a quickie. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. How has everyone's week been? I hope you've listened to Monday's episode. If you hear a little squeaky toy in the background, just ignore it. I can't do shit about it. Puppy's got to play. And we've got business to attend to. We've got things to discuss. Specifically, your asshole today or her, your wife's asshole, your girlfriend's asshole. I know that you want in there, sir. Y'all are always writing in, love to have anal sex with her, but she doesn't seem interested. She says it hurts too much. It's painful. Girls writing in, you know, I'm into anal play. I really don't know about anal sex. It's just not that enjoyable for me. Or maybe it has been before, but it's not every time. Or you feel so new. Or he's not going about it the right way. Or maybe it's just something you've been curious about, but because of the experience you've had or experiences or whatever it may be, it ain't your jam. It's not your jam. I was you. I remember wanting to be a cool girlfriend and like, oh, you know, I want him to be able to have all of the holes of my body because I'm a people pleaser. Recovering, recovering. I'm talking about 22-year-old Jordan, okay? And it was just too fucking painful. I remember I was like, okay, I'm going to, you know, just say I'm saving my butthole for marriage, okay? That's what I'm going to stick to. And then you meet a man who knows what the fuck he's doing and is patient And you have a different experience, a pleasurable one. And then I was like, okay, I actually like my brown starfish being caressed. And that led into curiosity of what kind of toys hang out around back there. Then I discovered anal beads. And then that's fun in your relationship. There's different ways you can go about playing with those, solo or partnered. I will say I was daringly brave. Daringly brave. Never was I worried about fecal matter. And I think that mindset did a lot for me, honestly. It's all about mindset. All about mindset. And I think that, ladies, if a man's wanting to go explore the back door, he knows what comes along with that. Like he knows the possible consequences or what could, you know, what could happen considering its use, you know, anatomically. So if he's a big boy, a grown ass man, he is not going to be a huge fucking pussy. If something, God forbid, happened, I'm praying for you, God willing, this doesn't happen, but I'm just going to say it. Poop. Okay. (laughs) It can happen. Okay, it can happen. You could have a little fecal matter. You could have an odor, a smell. Uh, And all of the ladies are like, nope, close, exit, apple podcast. We're done. I'm not doing it. We're done. Stay with me. Stay with me. Let's go back to pleasure. Pleasure and preparation. I am going to guide you, lead you, give you some advice on how to go about Anal play pleasure sex. 
in today's mini. This is for the guys and the girls because Lord knows we need to be on the same page. I was going to do this episode on fingering, the art of fingering, and I put that on pause. We will definitely make that a mini. I think minis will be great for like a little technique brusher upper, but I've gotten a lot of anal sex questions. I've had two or three episodes where we talk about this stuff, but you know, 172 episodes in, people want to hear it. There's new listeners and sometimes we need a refresher. We need a quickie course. So first things first, the most important thing when it comes to anal sex, besides the preparation, which I don't think is a big deal. Okay. Grab a baby wipe. Make sure you're showered. You don't want to smell like asshole, a literal, literally asshole. If you haven't shit, I'm just going to be your big sister. I'm just going to like, just say it. All the men were like, ew, she just said that so manly. If you haven't used the restroom, okay, I wouldn't be like ready for anal sex. I've got one in the chamber. Okay. <laughs> Want to know something gross? He'll be able to feel it. <laughs> Is this doing the opposite of what I'm wanting it to do? I'm wanting to like empower you, you to feel confident and you know able to explore this part of your body comfortably. And here I am telling you that if you have any sort of you know bowel in the exit line, just eighty six, don't do it. No, not really. Okay, so I don't know your schedule, but you'll know your schedule. And if you are like, I need to go, then you don't. But if you don't feel the urge or need to go, then you are fine. Now, you're going to get different advice. You're going to hear two different opinions. Some people will say, douche, do an enema. They don't think you douche your ass. It's an it's an enema, right? It's when you... Okay. Some people do do that stuff. I have heard horror stories of people doing that and clearing it to make it all clean, but it also made things a little looser and waterier and it didn't go in their favor. And I have never done that. And I've never had a problem. I know a girl that did that and then she diarrheaed all over his dick. So I think that as long as you've used the restroom, you didn't eat a whole bag of Takis and feel like a little spicy in your tummy, I think you're good to go. Now, men, if y'all have listened to this or previous episodes and you're like, you know what? We're adding this to the to-do list. Erotic play date on Thursday. We are going to explore the back door. And then you get to Thursday and she's like, you know... I don't know about tonight. Don't why? Don't pick her apart and interrogate her unless you want to hear about her gut issues, stomach issues, and current number two situation, which I don't want to discuss that with my husband. I don't want him to know that I poop and fart. He does because we've been married for eight years, but I'm not ever doing that shit on purpose. Pun intended. I won't even you if I have to go to the bathroom, I've woken up in the middle of the night with extreme stomach pain and I have to go. I will go to the downstairs bathroom and I have options, more than one option upstairs. I could go to my kids' bathroom. Our bathroom is, you know, there's a, it's another room inside of the bathroom and I won't do it. I go down fucking 
the stairs. It's a me. It's a me issue. But I, I know he's thankful. I know he's like, she loves keeping the mystery around her shit. And I'm thankful for that. It's ladylike. Okay. The way I may be speaking right now isn't ladylike, but my actions are ladylike. I am in no way telling you, you all need to go to a different part of your home to use the restroom. I am not telling you to learn how to pass gas invertedly (laughs) inside. I can do it in reverse. I have trained my body. I can control my gas passing. I can't believe I'm sharing this right now. I cannot believe this episode isn't going like I thought. Okay, here we are. Here we are. It's a quickie. It all happened so fast. And I'm spending way too much time on the preparation. Okay, so you don't have to go to the bathroom or you've gone and done your business. If you haven't really recently showered, I would, you know, maybe sit in a bath. I would use a baby wipe, not a summer's eve wipe. I would just use a baby wipe. If it's safe for a baby's ass, it's great for your ass. And then the next thing I would do before I even got into bed not together by myself, is I would uber lube up. I would do pump, 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 three pumps into my hand, and I would put it all over my whole entire vulva, like, you know, outer, inner labia, clit. I would really massage it in there, and then I would go move my hand down to the butthole, and I would finger my butthole with the Uber lube. I would get it really good. And then when I got into bed, I would let him apply lube or if you want to, and you could put some Uber lube on his dick, but lube is your best friend. And my opinion, Uber lube is my holy grail. And if you know that about me, you know, but silicone lube all the fucking way for anal sex, the longevity And then allowing the skin to feel skin. So like, it's just a win all around. This is not an Uberlube ad. (laughs) This quickie was not sponsored by Uberlube, but we love fucking Uberlube. We do. If you do shop it, you're going to use my code housewife. Okay. So I would lube up because your asshole is not self-lubricating. So that will make it less painful. It will be more painful far more painful if you're going the spit route, okay? If he want, if he's into spit, you're into spit, and he wants to spit on your ass, spit on your fucking ass. But I, you need some lube in there, okay? Because no matter how horny you get, if your pussy's dripping, yeah, we can drip it on down to the asshole. Get some lube. Get some lube. We're all adults here. And we're not going to go, when the action gets started, we're not going to go just, you know, P to V, and then P to A, okay, which I'm not about to lecture you on the ass to vagina, vagina to ass back and forth. You don't want me to because I won't give you sound advice. I'm just going to say, go for it, whatever, YOLO. Okay, then you get a yeast infection, and then you're like, Jordan, Jordan is reckless. Jordan's reckless. We don't want that. We don't want that. But what you're going to do is you're going to start off with anal play with just that. We're not penetrating. We are going to get you warmed up. Just like if I was giving fingering advice, I wouldn't say, let's just go to the finger bang, which, you know, we'll talk about that another day. But we are going to want to build up anticipation. We're going to want to get her, you ladies, aroused into it. So eat her out, guys. Eat her out. Eat her ass. 
Get her pussy engorged, okay? Get the fucking wand out. Get a toy out. And then make the ass that next part, you know, the bridge over, okay? So we've got her warmed up. She's wet. She's aroused. You have taken care of her, not just on the private parts, but you are really working those erogenous zones, okay? Getting her relaxed. Relaxation is going to be your best friend. Breath work is going to be your best friend. Lube, like I said, B-F-F-A-E-A-E-A-E. Now, I think men, you'll be able to tell by body language or her just saying, finger my ass, put your finger in my ass. It feels really good, in my opinion, when you're having sex and P and V, and depending on what position you're in, hopefully it's easy for him to do a little reach around. Or maybe you're in doggy and he's got a perfect view, laser eye, eagle eye view on your butthole. I know that can be very uh, uncomfortable for us ladies. We're like, how hard is he staring at my asshole? Is it okay? Is everything okay? But that's not where you want to be. That's not the mental headspace you want to be in. You want to be present. What do you feel? What are you feeling? Be there in your body. And if you're struggling with that, just go through your senses, start listing it off in your head. Breath work, back to the breath. My advice to the men is patience, okay? <laughs> we know you're excited. We know you're into this, but you, we want this to go really well so that there's another time that we're partaking. If this is a bad or a, a rushed, uncomfortable experience, then, you know, that's that sucks. And then it kind of only makes it harder for the next time because you have that bad experience logged and you're like... Maybe this isn't for me. So we want to be patient, mindful, be down to communicate, ladies and men. If you, if you have a question, if you're wondering if what you're doing feels good or not, ask. Now, when your finger gets involved, I suggest tapping, rubbing, like swirling, massaging, and I would recommend that to both women and men, if they were like who, whoever's asshole, that's the way I would start stimulating. I wouldn't just go straight into, and then we will ease. You will ease a finger. And I think you'll be able to gauge by her body language, which I started to say, then rant it off. You'll be able to see by her body language, is she arching her back? Is she pushing her ass into your hand like, yes, daddy, feed it? If so, I'd consider that a green light. And once you start working a finger in there and you're getting a good response, you could leave it be at that, especially if this is something really new and you're fucking in a relationship. You don't have to just you know, check off the whole list at this one time. You can start there and you can have a great time doing it because for a lot of women, their asshole is their cum button, okay? And they don't even know it and some do know it. When they're having sex and then the man incorporates putting his finger in her ass in or around her asshole, it just takes it to another fucking level. And that's why I'm bringing all this up because women, it is a different orgasm. I can tell you from personal experience, it is a 
different, intense, amazing orgasm that will, in my opinion, leave you wanting more and down for another try, another exploration. And this is not something that you wouldn't catch me wanting to have anal sex every time. Okay. It's a once every blue moon. Okay. It's not a regular thing for me, but it's something that I do enjoy when I'm doing it. And being fingered in the asshole, that can that is way more frequent than actual penis in the asshole because it is a lot more intense. So going back to the fingering, going from a finger to an additional finger using a toy, whatever it may be, maybe you want to start with anal beads and not a finger, or maybe a finger was great and now you want to go to anal beads before we put in another finger. There are anal plugs. There's so many ways you can experiment with something in your asshole. (laughs) And that's the way you'll find like what you're into. Do you enjoy this? Do you like something in your ass while you're stimulating your clit or being penetrated vaginally? Do you like having sex with something in your asshole and it being pulled out when you are nearing climax? Do you like your asshole touched or entered during climax? Is it what sends you over the edge? Is it the build up. What I personally think, I'm a friction girly. So the friction girlies will know I don't even need to explain it. So men, your wife's a friction girly. If she likes, you know, some hard friction (laughs) on her clit, if the way she is getting off entails stimulation on her clit, then I would say she's a friction girly. Okay. So the best way to have anal, in my opinion, is being in missionary position. I've tried doggy, you know, being on top. I remember doggy, it was just like, absolutely not. This is so painful. I'm lunging forward, yelping. I don't know how I'm going to do it. So uncomfortable. And that's a lot of women's first experience. And then they're like, like no fucking way, like impossible. Unless he has a really small penis, impossible. And that is where the men with smaller penises win because they're getting a lot more yeses (laughs) to backdoor entry. So see, everyone can win in a certain way. Everyone. Okay, so doggy position, you know, work up to. Some women are disagreeing with me. They love it. They're pushing backwards. They're, they love it. Good for them. Warrior princess spirit. Okay, for the rest of us humans... We would prefer it another way. And I have found that way. So some women will say, you know, on top, I feel in control. I can lower down at my pace, at my speed. And I'm not worried about him, you know, back there because you don't feel as control. You could be the one, you know, with good communication, like stop, slow, stop, don't move, don't fucking move. That's kind of what happens when the penis is entering your butthole. If you know, you know. And I think missionary trumps it all because, 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 because when he is on top of me and say we've already been having sex, his mouth is right there for 
titty access. His hands are right there. My hands are right there. So I can reach everything. He can reach things if he needs to. But really, I feel like my hands are there in control. But his body, the way he's angled on me is I could arch up and my clit can be rubbing on his pubic bone, his lower abdomen. Okay. So picture missionary position. You're warmed up. You're ready. You're lubed up. You're aroused. Let's, let's get it in. Just put it in, baby. Just put it in. He might've been reaching around, fingering. You're ready. You're gaping. Just kidding. Girl. Okay. It, but the muscles will relax and that is what makes it enjoyable. And again, breath, breathe, baby, breathe. Don't hold your breath. And with adequate stimulation, you should be warmed up and ready. If you are tight, closed off, and have not had a finger in there, I, I don't see how you could jump from nothing to the penis. I think you should warm up with something else first, whether it be finger, toy, start with the mouth. Okay. Eat it, finger it, (laughs) warm it up, and then we will get to the penis. So you're in missionary. Now he's entering you from being on top and you can stimulate your clit, which that, that feels good. The friction girlies especially are loving this. I think we're all loving this. Okay. You can, whether you're arching up and rubbing your clit using his body as that source of friction, or you're having a toy that you can put on your clit, if you want to get a vibrator, a wand, or your own hand to press down and really get to it because it's a great distraction from that initial entering, which can be uncomfortable. And I think it's that first, you know, two inches getting, getting in that can be the, and that is when you're going to want to breathe and intentionally, consciously relax while stimulating your clit. Now a way to start fucking like that is if you're on bottom and he's on top, y'all can both move. You could kick, you could push him the fuck out of you. If you need be, the strength would come, but you're face to face. So you should be able to say fucking stop. (laughs) If he needs to stop, you can say stop, but you could start that locomotive. We need to be an active bottom. So with him on top, you starting the process of rubbing your clit, going in and out, back and forth, and kind of like when you're on top and grinding, kind of doing a bottom grind, and he will get that stimulation on his penis from your ass, and then he can kind of go with that motion, and then y'all will begin to, you know, go with the motion of the ocean, and you're getting that clit action, and the friction girlies are going to know this is how I get to an orgasm. And that orgasm with his dick in your butt and you getting the friction you need to get there, it is chef's kiss, one hell of a pleasurable experience. And I know other women have experienced this because I've shared this on the podcast and some women are like, yes, that is the way, that is the way we found that is the most pleasurable, effective, comfortable, 
a mutually pleasurable experience. Now, maybe there are guys that are like, no, like, I want to be able to like balls deep, just bang, bang, bang into her ass. Beggars can't be choosers, okay? And that's not, that's not how you're going to get there, okay? That's how you're going to make her go 80, no. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. That was horrible, painful, horrific. If you can get it in that way to where she is experiencing pleasure and it's feeling really good for her, the more she is going to be relaxed and turned on and aroused where that can evolve into her going onto her side, her going and turning over to doggy position missionary is step one, and that could be the whole experience, but that could just be step one to get you into other positions. But we needed her as relaxed and aroused as possible to get to a place where we can now do this differently. Don't shy away from the toys, the vibrators, whatever you need to add some stimulation elsewhere to take away from any sort of discomfort going on. Use your voice. Don't be afraid to ask for more lube, to say, take a break, to stop just to breathe. And I'm sure this comes as no surprise, but having this experience where you're both like relying on the communication and you're kind of talking through this and checking in with your partner, what should be happening during sex. But you know, when you're married and you've been together a long time and you know your partner and you know what you're doing, that that doesn't happen all the time because y'all know how to fuck each other, what you like, what you do, you've got your routine. But when you're doing something new or something that could, you know, make someone feel uncomfortable or you're nervous about, it's kind of bonding. It's kind of fun and like something that feels new and you feel safe and seen and loved and adored by your partner who is trying to meet you in the middle to provide you pleasure while they're also so aroused and turned on and want to eat you up and are like in heaven in fucking heaven. And I know, I know this is the ideal, right? There are other outcomes. There are poop on your dick, okay? There is she's crying. There is we have to stop. We can't do this. I don't want to just, you know, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. It can be poop and tears, okay? It can be poop and tears. And I definitely didn't want to end on a low, stinky note. (laughs) I can't help myself. But that is the reality. And good thing that... I would say 99% of my audience is married or in long-term relationships. We'll all get over it, okay? We're all going to get over it, hop back on the choo-choo train, and move the fuck on. And you'll get another time. If you want to try it again, if you never want to try it again, if you want to stick to let's focus on you know adding anal play into our sex life, and we'll get to that part where you get to nut in my ass at a later date because I need to get on board first. And that's okay. That's okay. Look at it like a journey, like an adventure, like a you're embarking on an anal pleasure discovery. Maybe you bring this up to your wife and she's like, yeah, you first. So you're like, shit. She wants to hang around mine so that I have some perspective. <laughs> Whatever it may be, whatever it may be. And I know anal play, anal sex is not for everybody. But the point of this was to enlighten you that 
there can be a way to enjoy anal sex and anal play a million quadrillion percent. But I know there are some girls that believe it will always be painful. It will always be uncomfortable. And that is not the case. Lubricant, relaxation, breathing, communication, and knowing what you like, knowing what feels good and pleasurable and incorporating that into the experience. I hope I inspired some of y'all. I hope some of y'all are like tightening your buttholes and clenching and sending a little text like, let's try anal beads, peach emoji, sunshades emoji, high five emoji. Now maybe you're listening and you're like, gosh darn it, I wish Jordan my wife would never, or my husband has no desire to touch my butthole. I vote y'all listen together. And, you know, if one person is just absolutely not down, you're shit out of luck. <laughs> the pun intended. And you know what? It's not the end of the world. I think there's hope for you. I think that you shouldn't knock it until you try it. Give, give it a try. Give it a whirl. Go as vanilla on the spectrum of anal play as you want. There's a spectrum, okay? So try it out. See how you feel. Do you have any shame around asshole play? If so, take a look-see there. Maybe we'll get to, you know, assess some limiting beliefs we hold, some BS shame that we made up in our head. And maybe you as a couple, individually, can get over that and have fun experimenting, trying something new. You like it, you don't like it, whatever it may be. Do you, boo. Enjoy. I want everyone listening to make sure they're subscribed. If you enjoyed this quickie, last week's quickie, or any of the 172 episodes, please leave a review. It helps me so much. If you listen on Spotify, I know you can leave a rating and you can write, actually write a review and leave five stars on Apple podcast. Helps me so much. Love you long time. And I will see you all on Monday. Mwah.